0: Слово ты знаешь еще за школой.
1: Capital. London is the capital of Great
2: Britain.
0: Capital. capital. Эксклюзивное радио на английском языке в Москве. Guys,
1: I love you. На частоте 105.3. 105.3.
0: На сайте capitalfm. Moscow. В умных колонках.
2: Включи радио Capital FM. Хорошо. Радио Capital FM.
0: А также прямая трансляция из открытой студии в Москва-Сити на нашей странице ВКонтакте. Слушай, как хочешь. Слушай, где хочешь. Слушай Capital FM Moscow.
3: A very warm welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. This is Capital Sports on Moscow's Capital FM. I'm Alan Moore and I'll be your co-host for the very best hour of sports power on radio this weekend. I hope you are ready Willing and able for the very best news, views, reviews, previews and interviews in the world of sport. It is all go in football, folks, right now, because we have an international break coming up. And of course, we are starting out on the road to FIFA 2022. Yes, I know. Just... It was only a few years ago, it seems that well, it was only three years ago that we were here at the World Cup uh, in this very studio, of course, hosting the world in uh, the World Cup here in FIFA 2018. Because Russia, they are going to the <coughs> excuse me Ta'ali Ali Ali Stadium in Malta this Wednesday, and then they're home in Sochi to play. Slovenia. Okay, so that is going to be very, very interesting to see. They need to get six points. Six points are no two ways about it. No ifs, buts, ands or our chums. Our you need to score some goals. Now we're going in just one moment to Andrew Flint. He is going to tell us about some breaking news in the world of Russian football right now. Big, big changes at the top of the table or, well, formerly top of the table now, sliding down uh, like I won't say what. And then, of course, Isol Cody, she's going to join us as well. And they will stay with us right into the second because we're going to keep looking at what's going on in the world of football there's so much going on of course we're also told this week that the Olympics this year in Tokyo will have no visitors yes the day or the weekend that we're told that uh, for example foreign students can start to come back into Russia we now know that no foreign fans can visit Tokyo. There you go, for the Olympics. I think it's just as well. I'm I'm not that interested in the Olympics anymore. Um, Okay, and that's the second segment. Of course, then, in the third segment, we have the Big Fat Filthy Quiz. Now, in studio with Stephen, we have a very special guest. She's going to keep our stats alive. MK, you're ready for the show? Yeah, I'm totally
4: ready
3: lovely okay that is good so mk's here where she's watching the results as they come in but straight away i'm going to go on hopefully this week because we did have a bit of a a fun time last week we're going to go now to uh andrew flint out in tumen andrew you can hear me tonight i hope i definitely can i just pray you can hear me too oh listen baby i hear you loud and clear Thank you so, so much for being there. What does that mean? And actually, I have to say, I have to say, Fiona Flint, who was one of our terrific, outstanding quiz contestants a few weeks ago, uh, she sent me a message during the week to say, you know, well done that we survived last week. You know what? Honestly, I survived because of you guys online because it was dreadful, Andrew. But thank you so, so much. And we had such fun in the quiz. And only for Thierry Vildery is such a great guy. I think I'd have just run out of the studio. I'd have stripped off my clothes, burned my clothes, probably burned myself. That was it. <laughs> right, Listen, um, matches just finishing up, of course, in England. Uh, some big ones in the uh, FA Cup. Man United just knocked out by Leicester City. What the heck is that about, Andrew?
0: Oh, blimey! It was uh, it was an absolute. Well, there were certain phrases I could use with inappropriate words, but I won't because Mum will be listening. It was terrible. It was awful from start to finish from Manchester United. Um, and uh, long story short, Fred was the main corporate in midfield. He, he gave away the um, first goal to Kaleci Ianacho with a terrible back pass. Um, he was slack marking yuri Tielemans for the second uh, and for the third uh, Ianacho was left wide open at the back post to head in um, it was a bit of a makeshift side, it rested a lot of players, Solskjaer, uh, Bruno Fernandes and Cavani came off the bench in the second half, but there was just nothing they could do, they were, they were dreadfully organised from start to finish, a massive missed opportunity um, given the semi-final draw of City against Chelsea, um, Southampton is who Manchester United would have faced, but now it would be Leicester, but they were very deserved winners, 3-1, um, with good good finish from Mason Greenwood, but performance was terrible for Manchester United.
3: Okay, as you mentioned, of course, that uh, Chelsea they won two nil earlier on against bottom club Sheffield United, and yesterday, of course, the results going away. The blue half of City two nil winners away against Everton. And of course, Bournemouth of the second division, going or sort of second tier Championship, <coughs> excuse me, going down three nil to Southampton. Now there were also um, we're looking at games elsewhere uh, in the Premier League. Uh, earlier on, West Ham three three with Arsenal. West Ham three nil up. And conspire to lose a three goal lead. Um, <laughs> I, I i mean, when you're looking at West Ham, I hear Easel code, Easel. Mute your mic for a moment. Mute your mic uh, because your boys are going to get a bait in now in a few minutes from Aston Villa. Yes, of course, Aston Villa kicking off at ten thirty tonight, so twenty three minutes before uh, or twenty three minutes time to be kicking off. Um, Andrew, that 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 that's. Uh, no, I'm not going to go to Easel straight away because she's laughing at me. Um, Aisles, um West Ham completely messed up a chance to leapfrog Chelsea, um, or actually they wouldn't leave. They would have stayed in fifth place, but they are in fifth place in the table. <laughs> So it wasn't that bad of a result.
5: It, look, the way I'm looking at it, though, from a West Ham point of view, they're in fifth place. Arsenal are in tenth. It's I think it's very unusual for you to have a three-all draw and to go, well, Arsenal won that in terms of the mental effect for Arsenal coming out of that. Their mentality changes. They're like, we've just beaten West Ham, who are in the top five. Um, and it will have more of a deflating effect on West Ham. It honestly did feel like they conspired to let Arsenal back in the game, but Arsenal's third goal was phenomenal. I thought about a minute later we were going to see West Ham go a goal up again, but it was a really good match, and I think maybe that's something to we, we can actually enjoy. When fifth against tenth is a quality game, it's a good thing. I
3: think mean, There were great games this weekend. I mean, I'm, I'm going to just... I, I, I don't, yeah, I don't want to mention rugby because uh, like it's a bit later on the show because the rugby yesterday was absolutely fabulous. Yeah, no, I mean okay, look, Ireland beat England. England just in, in very bad form at the moment. They need to they need to get rid of the coach. That's my my view, and I think he's 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 toxic. He's poison. Um, you know, Britney Spears could sing a song about him. But um, the other thing that I'm thinking about as well is that like looking at Wales. Uh, you know, snatching defeat from the jaws of victory despite very, mm, let's just say, helpful refereeing. Um, and I was looking at West Ham today just thinking, do you know what? Uh, no, they don't deserve that win. To- they didn't deserve to win today. Would I be right, Andrew?
0: Well, in short, if you let a 3 goal lead slip, no, you don't. Um, no matter how lucky or unlucky you are. I was surprised, to be honest, because, like you sort of mentioned, the mentality change from Arsenal, a three-goal fightback, is, is not something we've really associated with them for, for quite some time. Um, but West Ham, that's a, that's a big, big missed opportunity for them because um, they could have been level with Chelsea in the Champions League places, now they're playing catch-up. Still nine games to go. It's not over and done with, of course not. But um, Liverpool now will be seeing a chance to get back into the top five. So, yeah, they don't deserve it. Um, but over the season, they have been fantastic. There's no doubt about that. And, and I did not see David. I am born to win. Moyes um, pulling out this much form over the season. <laughs> so it is a blip more than a catastrophe.
3: Okay. Um, you go ahead. Uh, go ahead, Easton. We
5: all judge Moyes on having to come in after and. Um... Alex Ferguson a bit too much but let's talk about the other end of the table please because that was another ex- like the other end of the table is where there's actually yeah. competition at the moment yeah. let's forget
3: about this um, listen uh, MK remind me who is bottom of the table right now in the English League just a moment I will.
4: Would- bottom of the table is Sheffield United
3: Sheffield United okay so Sheffield United bottom of the table they're gone they went out of the cup as well so they've got nothing left to play for they're, they're relegated uh, West Brom I mean your big friend uh, big in every sense big Sam Allardice uh, I, don't, I, I think he, he's run out of miracles he has no Dr. Freeman to help him this week he
5: has definitely run out of miracles and um, I think that's a done deal. I think once you go just above the edge of the relegation zone, we had obviously Brighton yesterday against Newcastle and you have the kiss of death with Newcastle coming out and saying, we're going to stand by our manager, which is, you know, what every manager does not want to hear. But a 3-0 defeat to the team who are just above you in the table is never a good
3: thing. Yeah, that's true. I mean, now, just so you guys know and the listeners know, there'll be a big story coming out tomorrow about Sam Arroyo, so just be ready for that. Um, okay, uh, listen, we're going to move away from England at the moment and we're going to go back to uh, go back home here to Russia. Um, there were midweek matches, of course, before the international break because we're trying to make sure that, you know, if lockdown is close. Because remember, this time last year, we had our last um, live show from the studio before we went into lockdown until August. So, I mean... It's it's a strange one. Thinking myself and Double N in here, and we're laughing away and thinking this is this is great. But then we're told that you know, uh, look, be, be careful. And then we basically we we did a speech at the end of the show, just thinking like you look after yourselves. We'll get through this together. Little did we know that we weren't going to be back on air for, well, a good few months. Well, actually, back on air here fully together. Um, Okay, uh, listen, Andrew. Zenit tonking Siska, that has uh, knocked down one domino. Locomotive, so Zenit winning 3 2 on Wednesday. Locomotive winning 1 0 away in Bashcourt stand against Ufa. Spartak comprehensively smashing. Smashing. Ural at 5-1. yeah, Dynamo uh nipping past Krasnodar 3-2. That was another don- domino falling. Uh Tambov of course gone, Sochi winning 5-0 and Himke, of course they kept up their good run beating 3-1. Uh, be- beating um, sorry, Rubin 3-1. Now at the on the table right now of course Zenit still top. They are 4 points ahead of a resurgent Spartak. Uh Lokomotiv have jumped into third place, Sochi into fourth. Siska falling out of the European qualification automatic places. They are, okay, they're level on points with Loco and Sochi. They're on 40 points in fifth place. And Dinamo, redeeming themselves, uh, in sixth place on 39 points. Um, Himpke will not be relegated this year 100%. They're on 35 points in ninth. Now, Andrew, um, that loss for Siska uh, and the loss for Krasnodar, who dropped down to 10th on 34 points, uh, that has... uh, M- seen a couple of managerial changes?
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're yet to see absolute, complete confirmation, to my knowledge, but it seems like uh, Victor Goncharenko's time has finally come to an end at, at Cisco. He's been on borrowed time in the court of public opinion, although, to be honest with you, I do think it would be a slightly premature thing to do, because... Bar two or three results, they would be up in the Champions League places. And they really, really have been let down with some poor individual performances this season. But I thought it was quite telling how in the post-match co- press conference, he was blaming a lot of the players' decisions. And that suggests to me that perhaps he has lost the faith of the players. Um, he criticised Ilzak Akhmatov, for example, who's an attacking midfielder by nature, for not doing his job as a holding midfielder, which I thought that was a bit, bit silly in his position. But it looks like he might be going over to Krasadar to take over. Muram Masai had a nightmare of a season up and down. Um, they were in the Champions League, but uh, of course, that was their debut group stage campaign. But, um, I mean, going going ahead against Dinamo Moscow, who are one of the sides who are, they have to be beaten. They are their direct rivals at the moment. Um, and to then collapse um, after going 2-0 up, it was, it was just a nightmare. So Masai, I think, is an even strange one, though. I I don't see what they stand to gain by replacing him at this stage. Who are they going to bring in? What is he going to achieve more than Masai possibly could do? So um, it, it is big, big changes coming about.
3: Okay, because of course um, we. So if if, if you know Gunter, you're going down to uh, Krasnodar. Of course, um, the former. Uh, well, well, he worked with a number of different clubs, uh, as, as well as being an assistant and a very successful assistant in Lokomotiv Moscow, Yuri um, Batarenko. He is gone down to Rotor Volgograd. Um, you know, I mean, they're they're in the the playoff places for relegation, but uh, I mean, the, the the club just basically, you know, lost pay with what was going on there at the moment. Of course he lost four 0 at home to Rostov in a southern Derby. So that 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 uh you know that, that prompted the club to to act. So Batarenko good good very, very good coach um, always an assistant really uh, but let's see what he can do. Um, now the other one of course is the one hundred and four capped Ivica of course is uh, uh, he is he has the order of friendship of the Russian Federation for winning the UEFA Cup with Siska. Um he is tipped up to be the or topped up or tapped up, whatever we call it, is he is coming in for his first managerial job with uh Siska.
0: Well, yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting appointment, um, Richard Olic. He's had a, he's had a decent time um, as a player at Tesco, He won the UEFA Cup with them. But like you say, it's the his first managerial appointment. Um, he's been assistant at the uh, for the Croatian national side for a few years. He was assistant at the World Cup under Zlatko Dalic, So he must be highly rated. He must have some considerable tactical nous in him. But again, I, I question quite... You know, at this stage, you've got to bear in mind, there's one point separating Lokomotiv, Sochi, Tisca and Dinamo straddling those European places. Um, it's a big, big risk of them missing out on European football altogether. Um, but again, it's, it is it is a bold move. Um, if they're going to get rid of Gontreka at this stage of the season, they have to go big. Um, and he does have the faith and the affection of Tisca fans. So it'll be interesting to see how he adapts.
3: Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, I, I reached out to a couple of uh, Croatian former colleagues of mine and friends and asked about and also in the Croatian media, and was told that yes, indeed, that he uh, has been approached. There has been well, they haven't said that the contract's been signed, but he they're discussing terms right now, um, and yeah. he's also discussing whether he can stay on as the assistant coach of Croatia. But I don't think that that's going to, to, to work whatsoever. Okay, listen, Andrew, thank you very much. Isol, thank you. I know you guys are going to stay on with us because uh, we're going to have an absolutely massive discussion on the uh, international break coming up after this. And, of course, what's going to happen with Russia on the way to Qatar. Right, we're going to have to the break. And um, we have something... Well, I guess it's, it's an interesting one. Like, uh, the, the song is a stadium, well I can't say a stadium banger but it is good to hear in the stadium This is Ola and Jackie Kennedy back after this with more Eselt and Andrew
2: Capital
1: Sports with Alan Moore Now here's my
2: Jackie, precious cat where you at, kiss me Just
3: So I hope you enjoyed that one. And we're grooving around the car kitchen. Well, if you're grooving around your car, be careful, please. Don't want you going off the road, especially in this weather. And um, we'll have a little bit of a weather update uh, before the end of this section. Capital Sports is delighted to bring you this segment thanks to our partnership with Match Business Consulting, the one-stop shop for all your sports events and management needs. Okay, MK is preparing uh, the weather update for us right now. So I am was asking before we go back to the phone to Eastolt and Andrew. Um, MK, what's the weather like right now? Because I did see that it's snowing as I was coming in. It's minus one, but there's a yellow weather warning as well. Uh,
4: well, actually right now it's Lightly snowing, okay. uh, but it seems it 's going to stop snowing uh, tomorrow in the morning
3: tomorrow morning okay if it doesn 't i 'll come back to you on that so <laughs> okay, thank you very much all right, as we mentioned, at the start of the show, of course, the road to Qatar is getting underway shortly, and of course, who lo- uh, said locomotive, my goodness, um, Russia are traveling they are traveling of course, to, uh, to ali or to play at the Ta'ali. ali they 're going to fly in to uh, Lua, that's the place where the airport is, so they're going to fly into Lua and then they're going to be staying wherever it may be and then they're going to play Malta. Andrew, um, I don't think that this is a given uh, three points um, down in the sunny island or also known as The Rock.
0: Well, I mean, (laughs) on paper it should be, but that's exactly when it isn't. Um, You just hope that uh, the Russian will be well prepared for this because when you've you've got a group of Croatia in it, which you'd imagine Russia will struggle with, certainly away from home, and they can't really afford many uh, missed opportunities. Quite a lot of uncapped players in the squad as well. Um, some, actually, I think, are very good selections. Um, Yuri Dupin might, on paper, look a little bit of an odd uh, selection, given he's 33, but he has been in fantastic form for Rubin. I'd argue the most informed keeper in Russia. Whether he'll start is another matter, probably like to be Anton Shunin. Um, but uh, Refact um, in the squad as well, uncapped. Good to see him in there. Um, hopefully, get a call up. And also, Lokomotiv's Maxim Muchen, uh 19 year old. So, there's plenty of youth, plenty of uh, informed players, but I just I hope he doesn't revert to type, go defensive, and drop points, because that would be a disaster.
3: Of course, um, Big Daddy Juba is back. He's captain once more. Um, it seems like so long ago since he was caught in that scandal, of course, which we, we covered. Uh, it was breaking as we went on air, so it was like a, a, an off situation. But talking about Malta right now, I mean, you know, they have a very, very good young coach. Um, he's only forty. By forty six, something like that. Uh, Devis Mangia or Mangia. He's he, you know he's he's worked his way up Italian football. He is you know he's he's only lost one of the last eight with Malta. Uh, they've got four wins in there. This is, you know, that Maltese teams. A few of those guys I know. I've seen playing, like Henry Bonello, the goalkeeper. I mean, I tried to get him actually from Sliema to, um, to to Floriano when I was working with Floriana, And Andrea Juice, of course, was a guy who left Malta, you know, bounced around the leagues in Italy and so on and so forth. They've got a, a very good bit of experience in Malta and also some young players. And their their clubs are performing in Europe as well. So, um, do you think that maybe maybe uh, this could be? Uh, you know, a, a real kind of banana skin for for Mr. Cherevcev.
0: Well, I think absolutely, and by banana skin, I would consider. I mean, it's 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 going to sound disrespectful, but anything but a win will be a, a, a nightmare, will be a banana skin having slipped on for Russia, because the you just simply, like I said, you cannot afford to be to be dropping points against. Anything, anything other than the other top team in the, in the group, if you have any ambitions of going through. I think the conditions being very different in Malta will be a factor. A lot of the pitches that the Russian players have been playing on since the winter break have been little short of diabolical, um, not to mention the cold temperatures. That's something to adapt to. Um, and like you say, with Malta's form, um going unbeaten in what the last four or five competitive games, I think it is, yes admittedly playing teams at their level in the rankings, but still that breeds confidence, so um absolutely definitely is a potential banana skin um but like you say, big daddy's here, so he'll
3: look after us, I'm sure. That is true. I mean, again, it's a young side going down, so they they, they, they can, you know, give it a bit of a rattle, like, you know. Now, that game, of course, is kicking off. I think it's it's is it kicking off just before midnight our time, is it, or is it not? Yeah, no, sorry, excuse me. It's at uh, 10.45 Moscow time. Um, that is on yeah. Wednesday, uh, the 24th. Um, and then, of course, they are home, uh, at least down in Sochi, playing Slovenia. That is on Saturday Kick-off is at 3 o'clock. I thought it was a 6 o'clock kickoff. I had to double-check on that. I'll get that now for one moment. Um, But before we do, I mean, uh, MK, how many times have Russia played Malta at all?
4: Uh, They played uh, against each other only once. That was back in the 90s, and Russia won back then.
3: Okay, I think that was a fourteen tournament. Thank you very much. Um, Oh, and while you're still on it, Slovenia, how many times have Russia played the Slovenes?
4: Five times.
3: Five times, okay. And?
4: And, uh, well, that was two wins uh, for Russia, two wins for Slovenia and one draw.
3: Okay, cool. Okay. So, Andrew, coming at a, like a 500, shall we say? What are we going to expect from that game with Slovenia? Cuz Slovenia are also no mugs. They've got very, very good players from the goalkeeper all the way up the field. So, you got Jan Oblak in goals who is, you know, he he's he's playing with Atletico Madrid who are going to win the the, the La Liga. They also have a Josip blah, 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 what's it? Uh, Ilicic, uh, Ilicic from Atalanta. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, they've got yeah. they have got I, I on paper, there's sixty something in the world, but I, I make them favourites to at least get a point down in Sochi, or maybe I'm very, very wrong.
0: Well, I mean, again, I'd have to, I'd have to be confident Russia could get a win here. They really should be favourites, but um, it, all it takes is one or two star players to, to have a, an effect. Whilst the rest lay the platform, um, there were a few players, of course, with experience in Russia. Um, Biol on loan at Hanover this season. He struggled to get into the Teska side, but I actually do think he's quite a he's quite an aggressive player, and if he starts, it could um, it could unsettle the midfield a bit. Um, Miha Mefly, of course, plays in Sochi, and Bojan Jokic um, at Ufa. Ilicic, if he's on form, while well, he's playing for one of the most exciting sides in well, arguably in Europe. At the moment, um, and with Jan black in goal, there's there's a definite spine there. So, I, Russia have to be beating, they have to be winning both these first two games. They absolutely have to. Um, and if they don't, they'll be in serious trouble already. And that will put pressure, I think, on Cechestov himself.
3: Yeah, of course, uh, Slovenia are home to Croatia on Wednesday, uh, and that kickoff is actually, uh, a quarter to 11. So that could actually dictate how it goes forward. But Malta, and this again, I'm coming back onto this, folks, and do, do remember this. Malta are starting off fresh. They're coming in on a good run. They're on beaten for quite a few games, uh, coming in. The, the last game they lost actually was eight games ago. So, I mean, they're, they're on a good run at the minute. And they 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 will have their tails up. You know they they're not going to be afraid. Israel, um, Cody. I mean, I'm not saying I'm not comparing them to Italy in the Six Nations rugby. But if they come in <clears throat> ready and with kind of a chance to at least finish second from bottom in the group, they're going to give Russia now bait and won't they? Or at least they're going to put it up to them.
5: They'll put it up to them. I think. I I don't think they're going to beat Russia, but I think it's very important that people. Remember, if teams are going in writing off other teams, particularly in the current climate when players may not be able to travel, where COVID can have its say in things, you're taking a very risky attitude because we don't know how teams are going to line up. If we're looking at the Ireland team for this Wednesday, we've been decimated, as have Serbia on the the other side as a result of COVID. We've been decimated due to injury. But in these times, you can't write anyone off.
3: Yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, look at the group as well. You've got, like, Cyprus, who, you know, haven't... I mean, they f- finished bottom of a group there um, with... Uh, Mont- well, Montenegro won it, and then Luxembourg and Azerbaijan finished ahead of them. So, I mean, they're, they're, they're not... You know, technically, they're actually one hundred in the world, so they're not technically in great form. But you've also got Slovakia, and we've seen with Ireland, Slovakia are also a very good side. So I mean, Russia are you know only the the, the, the top team qualified. The second team will go into a playoff round. Um, but I I I don't feel confident confident about this Russian side. Am, am I am I wrong in sort of worrying too much? Am I kind of over-egging it maybe, Andrew? <laughs>
0: I, I think you are being quite pessimistic, but you do have grounds to be pessimistic. So, um, yeah, I think uh, there's always grounds to worry with Russia because it depends which Tcherechov turns up. If he picks the right players, which, in my opinion, he struggled—I well, say struggled—he just has refused to do for um, most of the last two years. Then you can get a very turgid performance that other sides will instantly smell blood with. But um, if he does give some of the young guys a chance, I'd like to see Yemiletinov, for example. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, of course, he's pessimistic. <laughs> um, the, I think that there's a chance there could be a, a bit of a verve to kickstart the campaign, and I think he needs to be bold because if he treads water, he doesn't have the the backup of a home World Cup coming along. Um, you know that was an easy boost. Now he's got to prove himself. And this is where I think it counts, And um, this campaign. So you're right to be pessimistic, but I, I hope you will be proven wrong in the nicest possible sense, of
3: course. Okay, no, that's, that's fair enough. Okay, because again, you know, Croatia are the forum team, of course, the uh, beaten World Cup finalists. Uh, unfairly beaten, I should say. I, well, that's in my opinion, anyway. Um, but then looking around the other qualifiers, okay, we, we're saying Russia, okay, good chance to get six points, but also it could be a case... Where they, you know, may end up with four points or even two points, which would would be a disaster to start off with. Like a looking at the rest of the teams in the group, um, but looking elsewhere uh, around the 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 competition, um, England, uh, that's again not an easy group. Andrew Flint, are you there? Well, uh, sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: No. Yeah. Well, you're absolutely right. And the the, the kicking off um, with uh, with San Marino is always is always enjoyable because you'll get the endless headlines of that seven second goal back in was it 1993? I think it was um, when England needed to win seven or eight nil, which is never promising. Um, But. I mean, when you when you look ahead, you've got you've got Poland really. That is the big one, I'd say. Um, I mean, if uh, Lewandowski uh, is is on the pitch, then they're always going to be a a danger. Now, I, the actual latest, I'm not entirely sure what the latest is. Whether he's been allowed to travel because we know in Germany the regions dictate whether players are allowed to leave and come back with two weeks quarantine or not. Um, they've been requests to get special dispensation for sports players or elite sports players. So if he if he turns up at Wembley um, in uh, a week's time or so, then it could be tricky for England. But it is a comfortable start because we've got San Marino, of course, that's I mean even you couldn't cut you could call it a banana skin, there's no chance that England will lose to San Marino at home. Um, Albania away shouldn't be too tricky. And if if Lewandowski doesn't play and Poland are beaten, then that should be nine, nine points out of nine. Um and off to a good start. So I, I think it's it's not a given, but I do think it's a good start of fixtures for England at least.
3: Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. I mean, looking at their group, I mean, um, you know, you got Andorra, San Marino. I mean, that's that's twelve points right away for England. I mean, just just put that on the board right away. Um, uh, and at the same time, I think Poland and Hungary are no mugs. Hungary are going to be. Hungary, shall we say? They're going to be ravenous to try and uh, get, you know, sort of feast on England. Of course, then the on the 31st, England are playing Poland, as you mentioned. So uh, I think that by that time, you, you know, if, if, if Lewandowski doesn't go to Budapest to play against Hungary, that could set Poland back quite a bit. Isult, um, looking at Ireland, I mean, there's so many injury issues and so on, support, and players not missing, players off form. Uh, as always, it looks like up front we have huge issues, but you were when that draw was made, we were like the three of us were speaking about this at the time, and you were confident that Portugal are not the force they used to be serbia are, are, are not that difficult, and uh, Luxembourg would be the team that we might have to watch out for
5: um, well, as you said there, you started very well by saying we 've issues up front. Who would have thought that our biggest issues ahead of the next game? Would actually come from the back because it now looks like we obviously Darren Randolph, our keeper, was ruled out due to injury, and now it looks like Quiveen Kelleher is also players. out due to injury. The so
3: we've, we've
5: got a, we have a lot of it, we have a lot of issues um, in terms of injuries. Serbia have come out and said they have a lot of issues in terms of um, they have new, a newly appointed manager, and he's already saying, um, "Look, guys, we're going to be missing players due to COVID. We may have." Restrictions on who can attend, I suppose, similar to with different regional restrictions across Europe. Um, the Serbia game, to me, I see as being a tough game. Stephen Kenny still doesn't have a win. And that is a huge, I suppose, difficulty. You're going into a game against a new manager. You haven't had a win since you've commenced your management. and You're going in against a guy who's going to be going all out to win his first game. Um, I think Ireland have their hardest game of the week to start the week and then we're obviously going into a game against Luxembourg Um, it's it's not how you want to start a tournament you do not want to start a tournament with a list of players who are injured and that's what we're seeing the Ireland camp tonight announced some of the injuries and we're scant of players would be the best way to say it when you see the likes of Conor Horan and Callum O'Dowda all ruled out as well as Kevin Long and Darren Randolph and Cueveen Kelleher it's a big worry for us, and I think we're going to have an uphill battle. But maybe they're the sort of situations we will strive against, because when we're talking about the likes of England going in against San Marino, what's your motivation? Like, <laughs> Ireland are going in. It, like, how do you motivate the boys to play San Marino? When you're Ireland, you're going to be motivated in every game, because there's a genuine possibility you can lose every game. That's right. and. Better to get Serbia's first game out of the way, I think.
3: OK, uh, of course, it came back into my head just now. Dražan Petrovic, the uh, the late, great Croatian basketballer, he actually went into a game and scored like a record scores in the Croatian league uh against a team of under fifteens, I think it was, who went in to play them because like the guys were sick and so on and so forth they could come down. So it could happen with Ireland that like we could end up playing the Serbian under twelves, that'd be brilliant. Um but even then I think they'd put them up to Ireland. Very quick before we go out to the break, um the draw for the quarterfinals of the Champions League was made. Real playing Liverpool of course this that match on the sixth of April. Also on sixth of April Man City and Dortmund. Bayern and PSG played next day and Porto Chelsea. Andrew, your quick take on that who Will make the semi-finals. Give us the four teams.
0: Oh, well, um, Bayern are are the best side in in Europe at the moment. I don't think there's any any question about that. Um, it's, it's I don't want to settle on the fence, but I generally. I'm generally not entirely sure because it's impossible to see which side is going to turn up. Bayern, I think, are going to win. I mean, okay, I, I'm Andrew, Andrew, and
3: Andrew, and say, I just want give, give me the four, give me the, the four semi-finals. That's get all. The
5: splinters out there. Yeah, get defense.
3: the four. Yeah, yeah. Easel, you'd go for it. Who are the four semi-finals from that, those eight teams?
5: Liverpool City, Bayern, and Chelsea.
3: There you go. No, Andrew, follow it up, please. Come on, come on. Hold up your end of the bargain. Come on, let's go. Your four teams.
0: No, no, I, I I'm going wrong
3: with you. So actually, I, I, I think that would be. All right. Listen. Thank you very much, guys. I know you'll be there with us for the big fat filthy quiz in just a moment, uh, folks. I, um, again, we are delighted, of course, because that segment was brought to you in association with Match Business Consulting, Russia's number one sports consultancy. We're going out to the break right now with a bit of Keisha. Because time is ticking. And this is TikTok. Back after this with the Big Fat Filthy Quiz.
2: Capital
1: Sports with Alan Moore. Wake up in the morning feeling like P. Diddy. Hey, up, Grab my glasses, I'm out the door. I'm going to hit this city. That's Before tough. I leave, brush my teeth with a bottle of Jack. Because when I leave for the night... I Coming back, I'm talking pedicure on our toes, toes, trying on all our clothes, clothes, boys blowing up our phones, phones, dropped up and playing our favorite CDs, pulling up to the parties, trying to get a little bit
2: tipsy,
1: don't Unless they look like Mick Jagger. I'm talking about everybody getting crunk. crunk. Boys try to touch my junk. And it's smack him if he getting too drunk. drunk. Now, now we go until they kick us out, out. the police shut us down. police down. police shut us down. down. Ho, ho, shut us down. down. Capital Sports with Alan Moore.
3: Okay, folks, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed a bit of, uh, Keish and TikTok. We haven't played it for a long, long time, so we figured we had to do it, you know. So, okay, folks, uh, I did promise that I would bring a little bit of an update on the, uh, KHL playoffs, of course, in the West. We don't care about the East. The East is too, it's beyond the Ural Mountains. We don't care about that. So, uh, of course, in the quarterfinals, Siska, Day, wallop Spartak 4-0, Lokomotiv, Yaroslavl, B, Jokrit of Finland 4-0, Ska, St. Petersburg were Four games to one winners over Dinamo Minsk. And of course, Dinamo Moscow were also 4 1 winners over Severstal Cherepovets In the semi finals right now in the West, Siska have a 2 1 lead over Yaroslavl and Ska are 1 1 with Dinamo Moscow. So uh, still a lot to play there. So if you can get online, um, just you know, go and enjoy go or not online if you can go to a, a, a game we have two of our big teams Cisca and Dinamo there still fighting for the title so fingers crossed okay so we're going to start a quiz in just one moment hopefully Alex B is going to join us uh, he should be uh, so I'm gonna say hello to everyone as we go along I will say hello to you in the order in which you will compete I will start with Isil Kodi Eagle. how are you doing? I'm good, haven't left yet <laughs> Alright, lovely, you're still online The whole show You we were saying, oh god, we love you so much Okay, uh, Derek Boz Zambia, who's been making his sweet sweet, sweet music, how are you? Hello, there, how are you Great, okay, great to have you back on MK is going to take part, make her debut today, how are you? I'm great Alright, lovely uh, Andrew Flint, you're still there with us, our Man and Two Men I wouldn't dream of leaving you, Alan. <laughs> and I did flip you off. or No, not flip you off. I flipped for you. That <laughs> sounds very strange. That sounds very dodgy. I mean, I did a that's somersault. If Andy Mack heard that, I'd be in his dungeon in a heartbeat. Uh, in the blink of an eye. Okay, Peter P, you're there with us. You're back to defend your title, champ. I sure am. I oh, sure am. You got it. You got it. Okay, Alex B, are you there with us? Have you joined us? Right. I I I am I am here. Right. P is the paper champ and I'm here to tear that paper up. Oh you're, lies, gonna, lies. you're gonna rip my new one. The the man skipped out on the few quizzes just because he was scared of one man and that man is me. I just <laughs> gotta put it out there. All right. Uh <laughs> let's just, just we'll just start. Right. Uh to end, keep in with the uh feeling that I've just brought into the studio right now with uh KHL, I'm gonna ask you the name of the team and you have to give me the uh um, the name of the city. Okay, so straight. and I, This last time was a disaster for us, right? So uh, right away, I'm going to ask Isil Cody. I'm going to ask you, Isil metallurg, metallurg. Um, if it's not Moscow, I'll go with. Petersburg? <laughs> that actually, you're, you're being very poetic. You're a poet, and you don't know it. No, it's wrong. It's uh, Magnitogorsk. Magnitogorsk. Uh,
5: ah, yeah. tip of my
3: tongue. <laughs> yeah, that, well, you're, you're one of the only people in the world where Magnitogorsk is on the tip of their tongue. But there you go. Um, <clears throat> if you were there, it would be on the tip of your tongue because, well, well, say pollution, whatever. Okay, uh, Derek, for you, tractor, eh? tractor. We're staying out in the Ural Mountains. Tractor. I've have to give you a huge hint. Tractor. Uh, no, no, Chelyabinsk, Chelyabinsk. All right, not too bad. Yeah, well, yeah, you're, 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 in, you're in the right region. Yeah. It's a neighboring province, yeah, you know, yeah, not bad. Yeah. Okay, MK, for your debut question. Akbar's.
4: Okay, just let me think for a moment. Maybe it's, um, I don't know, Grozny?
3: <laughs> Grozny, no, no. Kazan. Okay. okay, my fault. Okay, all right. Um, I think even yeah, I think even Andrew would have got that one. So okay, Andrew, for you, uh, <coughs> I, I I I don't know why this is here. All right, I don't
0: like this build-up.
3: <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. After Mobile East, after Mobile East.
0: <clears throat> oh well, he's your Ketterberg
3: is <laughs> yes, it yes well done the first yes. person to get points five points for Andrew right <clears throat> Peter P is for you Sibir Sibir Peter P come on sorry I had trouble with my mic I, uh <laughs> all yes well done well done well done oh he's fighting hard he's fighting hard to hold on the title Alex B oh. Severstal, Severstal. So, Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Nor- Norilsk. Oh, you are, listen, it's they, I, I would I'm going to give you one point for Alex. You know, I will because I think you're in the right area. It's a it's it is kind of to do with metal, but it is Cheripovits. Cheripovits, okay? But I, I will give you a point. So, you're in third place right now. You're in um on your own in third place. You're getting a bronze medal right now. Okay, so this is the missing word. Quiz: The missing word round. So here we go. Okay. And I think you're going to enjoy some of these. And by the way, um, just so people know, the, it is still nil-nil between Aston Villa and the, well, let's just say the, the struggling spurs. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> okay. So straight away, Aisled Cody. Um, rest of the world will what? England and India. Rest of the world will what? England and India.
5: Well, never really genuinely like either.
3: <laughs> oh Jesus, we've lost right? half our listeners now. <laughs> All right, no, I'm, I'm in
5: favour of India. Let's face it; they were just unfortunate there. Let's look. If you watch the <laughs> Ireland game yesterday, the only game we care about winning in any competition, <clears throat> be it Tiddlywinks, or rugby, or soccer. Is the game against England. So, All right. you
3: know. Okay, well, I'll give you 10 points for that one. Well done. Okay, Derek, Derek, this is for you. Yeah. Okay, Derek, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Juventus. Oh, oh, no, 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 that's, no, that's, that's going to be difficult. That'll be difficult. Okay. I'm going to give you a good one, okay? So I know you're going to get this one. Okay. France, France denying them the Grand Slam will what? Wales. France, this is rugby. Yesterday, uh, France now or the earlier this morning here in Moscow. France denying them the Grand Slam will what? Wales.
0: Um. Will will I affect Wales?
3: Oh, you're trying to be too decent. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you three points for it. Haunt, haunt, haunt. Haunt Wales, Haunt. and of course, uh, Wales is a country. Remember that. Okay, um, we're not going to get any more no more abusive messages sent into us. Okay, so um, <clears throat> this is now for MK. MK. Um, nobody will want to what Chelsea. This is their manager uh, saying.: Nobody
4: speaking. will want to cross roads with Chelsea, i would say.
3: <laughs> I'm going to give you th- I'll give you three points. It actually it's, it's okay. Play, play, play. OK. I, I, you, I wouldn't give you five if you said play, but I'll give you three. Okay, that's quite good. Okay. That was uh, my <laughs> that's why I didn't want to give it to you because you would have you'd have said something better even probably. All right. All um, right, Andrew Flint. We need to what England team. This is Eddie Jones. We need to what England team?
0: Well, if it had been somebody other than Eddie Jones saying it, I would have used a different word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we need to, we need to liquidate and restart the England team.
3: Uh, do you know? I am going to give you five points. right No, uh, yeah, I am. I am going to give you s- six points because you did so well. Reset, reset, England team. Well done. Okay, Peter yeah. P. Peter P. Okay, I am going to save this one for you. Juventus, not Juventus as Alex B would say, Juventus what? By Syria A, Strugglers Benevento. Juventus what? By Syria A, Strugglers Benevento. Uh, demolished, meanest, destroyed. Oh, you are fighting so hard. I'm giving you seven points. Beaten at home. Beaten at home. All right, seven points. Um, right, Alex B, okay. This is one for you, James. What with ankle injury as Lakers lose to Hawks.
0: down, down with ankle injury.
3: Yeah, I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you six points for it. It's out indefinitely. Uh, listen quickly, tell us, uh, Alex. Was it a bad injury?
0: Uh, it was it was all right. He should be fine. He should be he should be out for the remainder of the season,
3: though. That's what I think. Okay, but he, I mean, wait, season and playoffs or just regular season? Uh, I think just the regular season for now. But I don't know when they're going to do the playoffs. This year has been it's been a little weird. Okay, all right, no, that's fair enough. Okay, yeah, because we we'll, we'll see what's going to happen. Okay, so as we move into the third and final round uh excuse me easel cody's on 10 points derek's on three mk is on three andrew flint is on 11 peter p is out in front on 12 and alex b is chasing hard behind on seven points right it's all to play for because of course there are 10 points on offer for this last round um okay so here we go are we all ready folks ready to go to battle it yeah, was, qu- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so
0: quiet. I'm not sure we're ever ready in the big, fat, filthy
3: quiz. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's something wrong with our people. There's something wrong with our people. Really, seriously. I'm just I'm, I'm just thinking, what what do I have to do? Okay, anyway, right, here we go. All right, <laughs> so it's a course in either or, okay? So either or, and I'm going to go NBA Finals, okay? NBA Finals. So the first one, Easeld Cody. Which team? Because I'm keeping, see, I'm linking all these together. I'm, I'm trying to be like, you know, segwaying from one to the next i'm trying to be professional today because after last week was just (laughs) (laughs) okay um right easel which team have never made an nba finals the denver nuggets or the phoenix Suns?
5: i am going to go with the (sighs) oh denver nuggets are you sure ridiculous are you yes, sure? it sounds like a McDonald's meal. So, yeah, Denver <laughs> Nuggets.
3: You are correct on <laughs> 10 points. <Woo>! Well done. <laughs> well done. <clears throat> okay, uh, Derek, here we go. How many finals did Portland lose? One or two? Portland Trailblazers, of course. One or two? Uh, I'm going to go with two. Whoa, well done. You went the right way. Well done. Okay, Isol, of course, she is in the lead at the moment on 20. Derek has moved into second place on his own on 13. Well done, Derek. You're fighting hard. All right, MK, the question for you. Now, you need to get a bit of respectability back in now here. So, here we go. Which team has a 100% record? The San Antonio Spurs or the Sacramento Kings?
4: I want to say Sacramento Kings.
3: Why? Uh, just sounds more Royal Kings <laughs> <Okay>. and all. <laughs> <laughs> is she right, Alex B? Alex B? Is she correct? Yeah. Yeah, well done, well done. Okay, Derek, you have company there in second place. Okay, Andrew Flint, here we go. Um, which team, okay, which is the only NBA team to win a championship and then fold? Was it the Chicago Stags or the Baltimore Bullets? Chicago Stags or Baltimore Bullets?
0: I'm going to go with Baltimore.
3: You went well. Well done. Well done. You were out on your own. Niesel's not going to win today. But, but it could, it's down now. So, Peter, you need to get this. No pressure, OK? Uh, <clears throat> who has scored more points in the NBA Finals? LeBron or Michael? LeBron James and or Michael Jordan, who scored more points? Uh, I will have to I'll have to go with LeBron James. Oh, is he right, Alex B? Alex B, wait, what, what did he say? He said <laughs> Who scored more points in the finals. Oh uh, yeah, LeBron. LeBron's there you the go. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> Peter. Peter has, has retained another, another victory for more. <laughs> okay, now hold on, <laughs> Alex. Alex B is fighting. He's for. He's coming home in fourth. He's coming home fourth. You guess this. Um, how many years? Okay, or have, how many years of, of finals did Bill Russell play? Twelve or fourteen? This for you, Alex B. Twelve or fourteen. 14 oh Alex 12 12 12 I'm sorry uh. I'm sorry okay right so at the end of all of that Alex he finished on 7 points but then again he has been studying very hard he's been working very very hard so we'll, we'll forgive him today because normally he is up to the top 1 or 2 so Alex unlucky today uh, in joint uh, well I guess 4th place we have Derek and MK well done to both of you they are both on 13 points in third on her own Isil Cody on 20 points well done Uh, if you hadn't had that weak start uh, you didn't start badly you would have won Um, I'm going to accuse the others of
5: doping because usually you can't trust first and second so I'm just going to elevate myself to gold
3: medal we'll have dope tests on these boys and we'll see what happens then afterwards so uh, (coughs) you could be getting your medal award in a year's time Uh, Andrew Flint has finished in second in silver medal uh, on 21 points and Peter P is champion on 22, well done Peter P the, the the champ prevails. The champ still stands. <laughs> okay, the champ talks. Okay, thank you all very, very much, guys. Have a great week ahead. Talk to you all next Sunday. Have
5: a good week. Can't wait, boss
3: all right okay uh okay so we are going to go out to uh the sunday night it is as mk said that the snow is shortly going to stop and fingers crossed that it will i know we had one well a few questions into this evening we didn't get around to them, but we will answer them during the week on our twitter and answer of course next week as well so we are going to go out into the moscow night mk thank you very much for your time this evening
4: Thank you, Alan.
3: Okay, so uh, we are now going to go out with a song that I think is going to get everybody, well, let's just say happy, okay? This is for, I, I, I'll i say this is for, <laughs> I was going to say if Andy Mack was on, it'd be for him, but I'm going to play for Andrew Flint, <laughs> for Peter P, uh, for Derek, and for Alex B. This is for you boys. Um, Folks, I'm Alan Moore. This has been Capital Sports, Moscow's Capital FM. So until next Sunday from 10 to 11, have a wonderful, wonderful week. Take care of yourselves and each other. We're going out with Girls Aloud and Love Machine. Capital
1: Sports with Alan Moore.